In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to Awaken180WeightLoss.com. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, a man who's already secured tickets to the Blink-182 reunion (laughs) tour, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing, as always, as we say during the pandemic, this air quote, Saturday morning, sir? Roy, I'm doing tremendous. Let's just hope within this hour, you don't get upset at me and call me a freakazoid, because I would not be. (laughs) Uh, that would not be good. I will try my best not to call you a freakazoid. No, will you, you call me a freakazoid if I if I if I keep saying that the Eagles need running back help? I was gonna out see. I was about to turn that around on you. I was gonna say, <laughs> would you call me said freakazoid if I told you that the game last Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals was sealed due in large part to a running back that you have despised? Year after year after year, Miles F. Sanders. I think, like, I don't know, since Ben Simmons is not here, but I could still see him airballing shots at the party, even though he, even though he had to clarify and say, now nah, there were other people shooting airballs. Well, the fact that this man had to address a practice and say, yeah, like, this just shows you the level of, like, I don't know, like, of no dog x-ray that he got. But, but, but back to Miles. Yes. I don't know if I'm just over focusing on Miles Sanders, maybe because he's like the lead running back, and they don't like I, like he's getting. I mean, like he's one. He's getting the lion's share of the carries. I, this isn't any sort of timeshare. Miles Sanders is the unequivocal RB one for the for the Philadelphia Eagles, and maybe it's just I just focus too much on when he just I don't know when like there's a parent there's an apparent hole. But he just go into the smaller hole because it's closer to the outside hole. But I, I I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll maybe maybe I'll break this after the Cowboys game. I don't know. We got a big game to talk about. As Chris mentioned, the Eagles are playing the Cowboys this weekend. It's a huge game uh, for the uh, for the chance to to capture first place unequivocally in the NFC East. It's on the line this Sunday night. So we'll talk about that game. We'll talk about plenty of other stuff as well in the sport of the NFL and. We got some other stuff to discuss as well because basketball stuff, as you talked about. But we have another team, but we have a team, I should say, in the playoffs right now in Philadelphia. Um, As you hear this, the Phillies are still alive in the playoffs. As we record this, the Phillies are tied 1-1 in their division series against the Braves. So we will discuss that as well. And, of course, at the end of the show, because we'd like to put this at the end, not to alienate everybody, but we have some wrestling talk because a man returned this past week in Philadelphia. (laughs) A very highly, highly anticipated return finally happened this weekend at the Wells a lot Center. of a lot of religious um uh 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 a lot of i'm, I'm trying to say this politely a lot Symbolism? of religious poop holy poop a uh, lot of yes. uh, uh, <laughs> uh, just like only because you can't get that decibel level of of an expletive anywhere but philadelphia no 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 the philadelphia fans were very excited um by by the return uh, so excited that they put their cell phones in the air We we will discuss that as well on this edition of the Broad Street Line. As we always say, sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-outs, my friend? No, let's just give the usual thank yous. Thank you, guys, as always, for tuning in and supporting us wherever and however you do so. Whether you tune in every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern on the 106.5 FM, WPPM LP Philadelphia. 
Or if you listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Spreaker, Spotify, just do a search for The Broad Street Line. Download us to your phone, your iPad, your MP3 enabled device. Listen to us at home or at work or take us with you on the go. We are a very, very accessible show. You can also follow us or follow the Philly Cam station on the TuneIn app. Go to TuneIn.com, search for Philly Cam. And again, listen to the latest edition of The Broad Street Line every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern, no matter where you are. So again, we are a very, very accessible show. And speaking of accessible, you can also follow our opinions on the Twitter machine. Chris is at SKD215. I am at the BS line, as we all, as I always do on the weekends. I always talk about the soccer. Big soccer weekend, big footy weekend in the city of Philadelphia. The M- NBC's Premier League show <laughs> is going to be at Dilworth Park this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, for the uh, NBC's Premier League show with Tim Howard and and everybody else is on that show. I'm not even sure who all who all is going to be there. So, if you're a soccer fan, head down to Philadelphia City Hall this weekend um, to get some footy action. I know there's, I know you need the ticket to kind of get inside, but maybe you can kind of cozy up to somebody and get inside. But if you're a, a fan of Premier League football, head down to City Hall this weekend. A lot of great stuff happening down there. I'll be tweeting about Arsenal. Arsenal back out the mud, third straight win. <laughs> Very excited about the you mean Chelsea? Chelsea, excuse me. I'm sorry. Jesus, Chelsea, geez, Chelsea. I was thinking, I was thinking Arsenal because Arsenal has a big game this weekend. Chelsea hit plays like Aston Villa or something. Like we should get the dub or whatever. No, I'm sorry, Chelsea out the mud. Um, huge win, three games in a row. So I'll be tweeting about that. You got well, we got a busy weekend, so I can't even presume to. Will you be tweeting about the Flyers? Will you be tweeting about uh, the Phillies, Eagles, um, Cowboys? Like uh, I, don't you, I don't know what you got going on. I will probably. Uh, uh, probably watch the random videos from SmackDown. Like I don't know, like like the follow up oh, Sami yeah. Zayn videos. Like I don't. Yes. Like, <laughs> I really like. I, I understand. Like I don't know. Like, and I'm doing my best to watch Phillies, even though like baseball, it's just a, such a it's such a it's such a slow paced sport. And, and like this is the same sport that we love growing up, but it's just a lot slower now. <laughs> It, like I, I don't know, they need to do something about the pace. Like instead of making eighteen wild cards, even though it's important this year because the Phil's got it, there has to be. And and I know that they're making changes at this offseason about like I don't know time. They need to do something about the pace of this game. It is it, like I don't know. It just it can just go. It can go grind to a halt at times. Yeah, well, I think it was was a game one of the Phillies Braves series. The first four innings took like two hours. Like it was like it was like it was like three o'clock or three fifteen, and they were in the bottom of the fourth inning. And I'm like, something's got to give. But that that being said, I'm completely opposite of you when it comes to this. I've been able to turn this Phillies thing on like a switch. Like I'm in. Look at I'm you. All in. Look at you, man. Me and Nick Maton and all these dudes. That I, don't even know, <laughs> I don't even know what those dudes look like. I'm all no, in the Phillies, man. No, you don't know what it is. And and now a bunch of people now know like I don't know the song "Dancing on My Own" by Robin, even though it's been out for fifty years, which is it's just a strange like I don't know that a bunch of random white guys are are are, are listening to these songs, even though I saw that that playlist by Garrett Stubbs. He hasn't apparently like me hasn't left hasn't listened to new hip hop since like two thousand nine. It's all over the place. Dreams and nightmares is on there, but that playlist <laughs> yeah. is all place. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Gareth does remember the Phillies has the uh, I, I believe is the official Phillies uh, post post game locker room playlist on Spotify. You can search for Gareth Stubbs, you can find it. Um, the 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 variety of songs says something. I mean, like I haven't seen an iPod like this this variety this very no since like, iPods since yeah. iPod this is iPods were eighty. Yeah, since Chris Domingo pulled out the iPod Nano you know, back in 2013. I mean, like, there's all sorts of stuff on this playlist. They got some TI. You, no, whatever you like. This was, like, peak TI. That was when, like, that was, like, sorry. Like, was could TI ever claim, even for, like, a month, or no, mm-hmm. six months, was he the hottest dude in, in the game? He might have been. He might have had. Okay. He might have had the title for a while. Like he might. Okay. Had, uh, so he, he was like the live. He was like the live Morgan of hip hop. I, I would even say he might even have been a big. He might have had it for a minute. He might have had it for a little bit longer than. Okay. Than he, like he like Ti Ti was well, you know. Yeah, no. That was huge. He had no Ti would no no like I don't know that that uh, album with uh like um with uh, whatever you like and uh um uh, what's that song with Rihanna um live your life oh, live your life yeah live your life no that like that was a banger and like that dead and gone which I know that was like no that no I I think you're right. 
T.I. won that at day one, or, or like cashed in his money in bank. Lil Wayne was like hurt for that. Like I right. think he put out that like that like I don't know like a, a terrible mixtape and he cashed it. Yeah, no, no. Ti Ti had a Ti was king of, king of because he would call himself the king of the south. But I think he was king in the rap game for for a minute. And he had a, he had a very respectable run um, at the top that Gareth Stubbs is very was well aware of uh, <laughs> when, you look, when you look at that playlist. But um, yeah, so a lot of stuff going on this weekend. But of course, we need to talk about start with the Philadelphia football team that continues to be undefeated. Ladies and gentlemen, the only undefeated team in the NFL, and because the Eagles are are winners once again, we have a pair of game balls to give out. I think I know who these game balls are going to, but I will turn this over to you. Who gets the game ball this week for the Eagles? I think it's I think it's well, I don't know. I don't gonna say it's obvious, but uh, there's, there's two guys I think who stand out above above the others. I, I like I don't know, like we're like did I, I I'm not sure if no I think you know what. If I had to give one, I'm going to give it to Dallas guy who has, uh, like, I don't know, yeah, like, who I've asked for this for a while. He is making his case to be, no, no, I, I think he has cemented his his spot in that non-Travis Kelsey upper echelon <laughs> of tight end category. Like, I don't know, like, he's by far the best screen guy that the Eagles run, even though they ran, like, 80 of them. A million. So, like, yeah. <laughs> no, and... And another guy I think would be Hassan Reddick. Like, I don't know. Like, he, like, against his old team. Like, I don't know. And then you can give an honorable mention to the kicker, I guess. But, no, like, like, but this is why I, I'm smelling a little special, a, a little specialness with this Eagles team. Even in a game when a lot of the guys, like, didn't have elite games. I, I mean, one, like, I don't know. But they also, like, I don't know, like, they don't, They'll flinch when like things are down, when like Kelsey's going down. Even though like I don't know, like I could probably give the game ball to Jason Kelsey. Like I don't know for kind of like I don't know like he's he was obviously hurt coming back. Just I don't know laying it all out there. Coach gives him a sixty-two as a bleeping warrior. Like I don't like. Is it fair to say that Jason Kelsey probably like even more than Jalen Hurts is the heart and soul of this Eagles team? Yeah, Jason Kelsey, and this has been like that for years. Jason Kelsey is the heart and soul of this team. Um, I'm not going to say he's the most important player on the team, but as he goes, the Eagles go. So Jason Kelsey is the key to all of this. And like you said, Jason Kelsey, just just his presence coming back after getting hurt and coming back and, you know, anchoring the line. And again, you know, he was, you know, he was hurting. Like, you know, no, and, no I think Jack Driscoll him. said, like, I don't know, like, if you don't, like, if you're like an Eagles player and you don't see, like, Right. And, and, like, this is why, like, I don't know, like, because I know we, we were talking about, like, I don't know, like, because I know concussions are, like, I don't know, a different evil, and, like, you should never come back from them. But I think this is, like, the dichotomy of football. We're, like, I don't know, like, players are celebrated by their own players for coming and, and coming back, even though when they're not feeling 100%. That really is, like, I don't know, the, the conundrum of football. It's, like, even though we're, like, yo, stay out unless you're hurt, but... The players themselves rally around each other. If you're coming, if you're not coming 100, percent I don't know. It, 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 it's a very, it's a very odd thing to kind of struggle with. Like I don't know what you're saying. Oh, like I don't know. Don't be, don't come out. If, don't come out there if you're like I don't know, not all that healthy. But I don't know. Guys get celebrated all the time for like playing hard. Yeah, well, I don't think. Well, I'm, I can't speak for you, but I don't struggle with that part, portion of it because I, I, that's just football. Like football, like I understand the football okay. players. I understand the football players, no matter what. Like unless, like unless you take their literally take their helmet away, they're gonna come back on the field no matter what. Like concussions, yeah, that's a different beast. Don't come back. Yeah, like we're like we're all. But are they just so? Are football players just wired differently from the, any wired other athlete? They're, yeah, they're wired differently. Like football players, especially football players on that level, they're just wired differently. That like, again, like. Ronnie Locke got a piece of his hand cut off during a game so he can go back out there and play. Byron so Leftwich <laughs> had to, like, get carried, literally carried, right. from one first down to the other. Like, I don't know. I, it, it really is just a, a study in, like, what you, like, the level of, not not to say that other athletes don't, don't like, I don't know, like, sh- like I don't know, like, stri- like, I don't know, just break their souls. Like, I don't know. Right. But it feels like you need to, like I don't know, have a ne- another level of just like dedication and just intensity to be a great an elite football player. Yeah, football players, and I mean I, I'll pull hockey players in the same same bucket. I mean like these guys are just different. Like like if they're if they've physically had the physical ability to do so and and not hamper their team, 
or in their minds, not hamper their team. They're going to go out there like, you know, every single week and, and, and put their bodies on the line. So yeah, I mean, Carson Wentz, I mean, we, you know, talk him a lot, man, threw a touchdown on torn ACL, you know, yeah. against, against the Rams back in 2017. So it's just a different, it's just a different breed. So, I mean, I get it. I understand Jason can, especially, especially linemen, especially offensive linemen. I mean, those dudes yeah. are like, they're dealing with stuff all day. So, I mean, like, yeah. So Jason Kelsey, again, the heart and soul of the team, again, Eagles, you know, I don't say ravaged by injuries, but dealt with a lot of injuries on Sunday. Got they're starting the to deal with injuries, Roy. Like I don't know, because I feel like the first couple, the first few weeks, they were. I didn't even want to say it. Like I don't know, they were. Yeah. They were as clean as a or as a whistle, or as as clean as a whistle you could get in the NFL. But the last couple of weeks, but this is. But I keep saying, like I don't know, like I like even though, like I don't know, like the Cardinals were a little affected getting the jail and hurt, and I think that. But I think that's the. I think that's the plot line, I think, going forward. Because I think, like, for me, I'm having a hard time having anything to find at fault with the Eagles. Like, I don't know. Like, there isn't, like, I mean, if you're saying Aaron Sipos, yeah. Or Britton Covey could be better, yes. But, I, I mean, Aaron like. Aaron has been pretty good, though. That's the thing. I think he's, like, second in the league and puts inside the 20. But like, I feel like he's bad. not clutch. He's not clutch. I don't see those ones that are coming. I'm like, no, I think he's consistently, like, getting it in 20. Can I get one in the five? Like, like, what do you want, man? Like, 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 you want Tom Tupa? Like, like, what do you like? like I, mean, I don't know. Like, if we're, no, seriously, I'm not trying to be fun. Like, if, if we're if our if our problems oh, are no. man, this dude's not punting inside the ten or well, Brent Covey stinks. Like, I, I would yeah. that. Brent Covey cannot play. Like, he is not a, he's not an NFL caliber punt returner. He stinks. Like, if you had to look at the team, that's probably the biggest issue. But again, if we're arguing about the how to oh no 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 that's why catch. no that's that's why I'm having a hard time. Like, right. I don't know, like because. Like finding things to like because like you need the, these things like that's why I'm saying like I, I mean like considering what's in front of them like and, and and really like you you only play the teams that are in front of you I don't see any world beaters the Eagles have to play for the rest of the season no one one of those possible world beaters might be this week but before we get to that game I do want to mention I thought Jalen Hurst was going to get your game ball with the two two rushing touchdowns um, he did have 61 yards on the ground 26 of 36. 239 yards. Again, not the most impressive game, um, stats wise for for Jalen Hurts. Um, but again, did enough to win. Had two two, yeah. two huge TD runs. Um, didn't turn the ball over. Didn't. didn't turn and, the ball and, over. And, and by the way, we gotta stop. Like I don't know. It's like if if you watch the games, you are realizing regardless of whether he's throwing a touchdown or not throwing a touchdown or he's running touchdowns. Like I don't like I don't know. Like like he's winning games and not turn the ball over. That was not the case last year. Like I don't know. Like. Like the difference between last year Jalen Hurts, yeah, heck, even at the end of last year Jalen Hurts, I was never impressed with Jalen. Like other than a couple games, like overall, he was very like I don't know erratic, and like I don't know, I have no bones saying he was a he's steady this year. Like I don't know, like is he like I don't know, like is he hitting every dude in stride? No, but you know what? I'm not expecting Jalen Hurts to do that. That's not Jalen Hurts. He's not Pat Mahomes. He's not Josh Allen. But you know what? He's got he's he's a hell of a leader who got better during this offseason and is taking advantage of the situation that he was given. Like I don't know, like and like and before the season, a lot of people, including me, were questioning can he take advantage of an ideal quarterback situation? But he is. He, like you said, he's winning games. He's you know he's he's taking advantage of the situation that that's that's presented to him. Um, but and not turning the ball over, but almost as importantly, or, or nearly as importantly as all that, he's making plays to extend drives. He's making plays yes. to get in the end zone. Like he's he's giving you that extra little bit of little bit of something. I mean, there's quarterbacks who can 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 protect the ball and not kill you, not shoot you in the foot. But there's all that next level of quarterbacking is yeah. all right. Now, can you do all that? And can you make a play on third down, whether it's with your legs or with the arm or whatever? Again, the Eagles been pretty decent extending drives this year. You saw at the end of, at the, end of the, the game on Sunday, they had a, game, a drive that nearly eight minutes long um, to seal that game uh, with that, that Cameron Dicker field goal. That's because Jalen Hurst is making plays. That's because your offense is not, you know, not, you know, going into a turtle shell on third down and able to extend drives. And he's again, doing that's, things, that's the next step. No, he's doing at least three or four things every game that I didn't see him do last season. And that's all I asked for because I, like, I wasn't sure, but I am yeah. sure. Like, I don't know. He's making. Like, I don't know, like, like, like you, like, I think people need to come to the realization is he's as franchisey as a game manager can be. He's a franchise quarterback who's a, who's a game manager plus. And like, I don't know, but like, I think like, like, 
I, I think once again, like I don't know, franchise quarterback is the same thing as superstar in the NBA. He gets thrown around a lot. Like I don't know, like like Dak Prescott was never a superstar quarterback, or, or was never like I don't know an upper tier. But he was like a, he was a like I think Dak Prescott right now is like what every every quarterback not named Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, or Pat Mahomes, or maybe Justin Herbert should strive to be. And and I think Jalen as is playing that role to a T. And but I think it's going to get harder because I think. This is this is gonna be the biggest test that the Eagles offense is gonna see because this this Dallas defense is no joke. The Cowboys defense hasn't allowed an opponent to score twenty points in any game this season. That's of course in large part um, to um, one grown ass man by the name of Micah Parsons, who's just an absolute beast um, on the other side. Also, Demarcus Lawrence isn't in the slouch either, but Micah Parsons is just everywhere. Like it's like seven of his DDs on the field at one time. Um, this is gonna be a problem, and the Eagles. Again, we always talk about, you know, the big matchup that you need to look out for. Whoever's, whoever has to deal with Micah Parsons is, 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 is the key matchup for this weekend. If the Eagles, I'm not going to say neutralize, but if the Eagles can hold Micah Parsons in check and not allow him to do the damage that we saw him do last Wreck year. game. Wreck the game. Let him know, like, because you know what, like, I don't know. You can have a sack, and maybe a sack and a half, and just not destroy the game. Like, but Micah Parsons every week is wrecking the game. But and, and and what I see them doing is they move him around the line, and like I don't know, he could be standing up, he could be like, and thankfully the Eagles have good players at every position. So whether it's on the other side with Mylotta or Flane or or it's in the middle, they're they should be equipped to do it. But I don't know. Like I don't know. No, this is this is the ultimate test because I know the Eagles line is really good. It's, it's probably the best in the league. But like, can they step up? When called upon, like I don't know, it's easy to step up when you're going up against no offense, Montez Sweat. Like I don't know, or like I don't know, even Josh. These guys are good, Josh. Josh Allen from the Jaguars. But when you got like arguably the best pass rusher in the game right now, this is big. And no, and I think this is big for like I don't know people that aren't believers. It's not. I don't think it's Eagles fans, but it's like not believers in general. But I don't think this is a referendum on like. I just think like I don't know like. This is a referendum on the Eagles' offense because, like, I don't know, like, I, I think that's that's going to win the game. Can Jalen Hurts make the requisite amount of plays against this defense? And hopefully, Jalen Hurts should have a decent amount of time to do that, given the injury report that we saw earlier this week. Uh, Jason Kelsey, Jordan Mailata, Landon Dickerson, Isaac Sayamalu all practice on Thursday, so it's all trending positive for those guys. I don't know if all, they're all going to play, but it looks like they they're, they might all be in the mix. <laughs> For Sunday night, uh, Jake Elliott is also practiced also practiced on Thursday as well as um, in addition to Avante Maddox. So we just talked about the injuries about a few minutes ago. Eagles are looking better on the injury front. So again, they're going to need all healthy bodies come but on I, Sunday night. But I think, boy, like other than the healthy bodies, I think, like I don't know, it, in the first five games, I think what I think is a slight cause of concern, not really, but I think what should be looked at is how the Eagles deal with the blitz like i don't know like the cardinals blitzed very heavy and the only response the eagles had were screens right and that's on tape and uh, like i don't know there are other ways to be a, a screen and what, what the problem is the screens are fine if they're unexpected but when the but when the team but when the defense expecting yo we're blitzing they're probably gonna run a screen probably should think of doing something yeah, no, no. I mean, like you said, like the tape, the tape is out there. So the Eagles know, or the Cowboys know, you know, what the Eagles are probably going to do because the Cowboys are going to bring the heat on Sunday. And the, the numbers are out there. Like, you see the numbers. You know, when Jalen Hurts is under pressure, like a lot of quarterbacks, he's significantly worse than he is when he's not under pressure. So I expect the Cowboys to bring a lot of pressure on Sunday. Again, won't be surprised because, again, like we see what happens with Jalen Hurts when he's under pressure, like any any quarterback. So, that's going to be obviously the Eagles offensive line versus the Dallas front. It's going to be a problem on the other side of the ball. Um, again, what can the Eagles defensive line do against the Cowboys? Because I, I think the, the wide receivers are, are going to be fine. Like I'm not really concerned about CD lamb and those guys against, against Darius and those guys. I'm more concerned about Pollard. Well, more, yep. more so Pollard and Elliott. Yeah. Than, no, than, no. Than I, the wide receivers. No, I, I think you need to, once again, like, I don't know. This is where, like, it's all about the trenches. I don't know how many times people need to just see it for like the five millionth reason. Games are won in the trenches. And like, I don't know, this is a game that like, I don't know, you pay 
that Eagles offensive line sixty million dollars. Still, like I don't know. Like I, I think Jordan Davis is going to be a huge part of this game because uh, like he's starting to get more snaps and starting to be impactful. Like I don't know, he's stopping the run. No, like I don't know. Like like the thing about like I don't know a backup quarterback and just remember Cooper Rush is a backup quarterback. If you put him in third and long, that is that is the death knell for a backup quarterback. And I think the Eagles, like I don't know, like they had like they've been able to turn the other quarterback, the other team over. Like, I don't know whether it's last week with Gardner Johnson, you're not going to get five every game, but Hey, winning, winning the turnover battle one to nothing is winning. So like, I don't know, even if, if you turn the turn Cooper rush over once, maybe twice. And even if you turn the ball over once, just win that battle. You got to win, especially with a back quarterback, you need to win the turnover battle. You need to cause a turnover. And I know, like, I don't know people, at the end of the game, we're, we're, we're screaming bloody, bloody Mary. Oh, my God. He's doing it again. I swear to God, I've never seen a, 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 a fan base want to fire a, a defensive coordinator of a team who's 5-0. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I think a lot of people, you know, since that Detroit game ha- have been waiting to kind of – No, like, they're waiting. Uh, no, they're waiting. No, no, because they – like, I don't know. They want Vic Fangio. Like, I don't like – like – I don't, think, but, I don't know if they want anybody. They just, they just don't want him. Don't want. Oh no, uh, no, no, no! It could be anybody. They're gonna want to fire Wade Phillips. Like I don't know. I'm telling you, the defensive coordinator of a Philly team is the least one favorable job you can have in, in, in Philly sports. It's like I don't know because no, the problem is people just they see they want Jim Johnson 3.0, 2.0. They want like I don't know. A, they want Blitzberg, even though. The key of, like, I don't know, like, this Eagles team hasn't given up big plays. They, they don't give up big plays in five. They have not given up big plays in five games, except for the – except for the, the only big plays they've given up were in the run versus the Lions. They don't yeah, have, have to give up any pass plays. Yeah, other than the Detroit game, the Eagles don't give up big plays. They didn't give up big plays Sunday. You know, didn't, like you said, they, they didn't give up big plays against Minnesota, which you thought, you know, maybe Justin Jefferson would pop one. No, he didn't. So, yeah, so I think the Eagles – the Eagles fandom, fans in general – are waiting just in general to kind of say, all right, you know what? This is that Jonathan Gannon time. This is the time where we can light this dude up because it's been a <laughs> month and you really haven't, like, you can, like, count on, the, like, one hand, maybe maybe one hand, like, the number of bad drives the Eagles have allowed in. in no! So, they <laughs> have as many, they have half as many sacks in, like, what? Like, a little more than a quarter of the season than they had all year last year. They have as damn as many turn like takeaways. Like I don't, I don't know what else you want from the man. Uh, the Eagles plus sixty one first half first half point differential, which is number one in the NFL. Um, they're a minus fourteen second half point differential, which is twenty third in the NFL. Which again sounds bad, but they haven't been scoring their second half points either. They're twenty ninth. I'm sorry. They're yeah, they're twenty ninth in second half points scored. So they're fourth worst in points scored in the second half, but not that bad in terms of second half differential. Because the defense, by and large, has been doing its job in, in the second half of the game. But I think, so, Roy. But I think, Roy. This is this is complimentary football. The the defense is not staying on the field that long because right. the offense is staying. Like, Roy, how many three and out drives have the Eagles had all season? They haven't had many. No, they haven't haven't had many. Um, the Eagles. I know last uh, two day, two games ago, I think the Eagles time of possession was like thirty nine minutes. Last Sunday against the against the Cardinals. Eagles held the ball for 34 minutes, 39 seconds. Again, the Eagles are, again, matriculating the ball down the field, extending plays. They were 6-13 on third down against Arizona. Again, in large part to the great Miles Sanders, who's an amazing <laughs> running back. But no, the Eagles, again, when you control the ball, you don't turn the ball over. When you make plays to extend drives, you're going to win 90%. Oh, wow, well, it looks like 100% of your games. But you're going to win more, more games than not, all right? Like, the formula play, is there. I don't I- – I don't know like like I don't know like even though like it's more of a passing league like I don't like and I know time of possession is not looked at as it's favorable but it's not like the end all be all because I I think all people always thought if you if you own time of possession you're right. gonna win the game but you know what like I don't know no but I think the no. ethos in this modern NFL is get explosive plays and stop explosive plays and the eagles i think are one of the best teams i think they're, i think they said they're the best like i don't know explosive pass team in the nfl which is yeah, crazy I were, were, yeah i know they were pretty high a couple weeks ago i don't have the, i don't have those numbers in front of me but you yeah, know the eagles again one of the one of the more explosive again teams in the nfl i think last the last game against arizona the only game this year where they weren't over 400 yards of offense so i mean like, this <laughs> oh, team's been putting up oh, yards. Damn. 
Fire, fire Shane Steichen. <laughs> they're putting up yards. They're putting up points when they need to, and they're going to need to against Dallas. This line's kind of moved a little bit. I'm, I just pulled the lineup um, again um, right before this segment. The Cowboys, the Eagles, were as of right now on DraftKings, Eagles six and a half point favorite. Whoa, it. it went up. It went yeah, up. I've seen it, I've seen it at four and a half. I've seen it at five and a half now as of this recording. Six and a half. Again, no Dak Prescott. He's not going to play the game. Still dealing with the uh, the thumb injury. So Cooper Rush, as Chris mentioned, is going to be your quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. <sighs> Six and a half seems a little bit pricey to me. Seems a little high. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think the Eagles win, but I think it's going to be like a game similar to last week against the Cardinals, where it's going to like they're not going to be able to put Dallas away. Um, I see a three or four point win, but I think the Eagles win. I just don't think it's going to be more than a touchdown. I don't like laying the points on. In division games, division games are real fluky. Like I don't like, I I just I feel that like I don't know with everything that's happened. I think, like I really would have thought that the Eagles would have slipped last week, and they would have if the idiot kicker didn't make miss. It. Like I, I feel like I don't know. Even the Eagles feel like this is a measuring stick game for the division. Like I don't know. Like this is the best unit the Eagles are gonna play. All crap all season maybe all year, I, yeah. yeah no and i feel like i don't know like they'll be up to the charge like i don't know will it be a perfect game absolutely not but i do feel that like hurts will make the the necessary amount of plays i think aj brown will be big in this game because i feel like i don't know like like him versus trayvon Diggs. like aj brown is just a very physical receiver so like i don't know like guys like Diggs. like i don't know like he's not Jalen ramsey so and I feel Dallas Goddard again will be like, I don't, man, Dallas Goddard has become a stud, like a legit, like, I don't know, candidate, Pro Bowl candidate. Crap. He's like, I don't know, like, he's like, other than, other than Kelsey and Mark Andrews, I don't know if there's, there, there, there are better tight ends right now than Dallas. No, you mentioned it up top. Yeah, Dallas Goddard. And I think somebody, and I, I I don't want to put a name out there because I don't want to misattribute somebody, but I know somebody, somebody in the local area said Dallas Goddard was the a couple of weeks ago said that Dallas Goddard was the best tight end in the NFL. He clearly is not. All right, clearly that clearly that goes to one of the co-hosts of the New Heights podcast. He is the best tight end in the NFL. Period. Point blank. That's it. Other yeah, than no, that, dude. Well, I asked, like, is Travis Kelsey the best pass catcher in the NFL? Oh. Uh, Remember when I, everyone, well, including me, said. Like, I don't know. Or I, I worry that uh, Tyreek Hill, oh, man, he can't. Like, dude, right. teams are triple teaming Travis Kelsey, and it don't matter. It don't matter. Um, I, what, all right. When you say pass catcher, what do you mean? Give me a definition. Why, wide receiver or tight end? No, no, no. Well, just don't mean, but, like, skill set you don't care? Or what do you, what do you, you mean just like dangerous I don't, weapon? Like, what do you, like, what, no, like, just focal point of, like, I don't know. Oh. An offense to build around. Oh, no. Well, all right, the the only other name I'm going to throw out there is Cooper Cup because everybody knows that they're going to throw to him eight thousand times. The Rams don't even run the ball, so you know it's going to be Cooper <laughs> Cup eight thousand times. Allen Robinson stinks out loud, and Cooper Cup gets ten catches like every game. So it so wasn't so it, it, so it wasn't all the terrible sh- Chicago quarterbacks' fault that Allen Robinson can't play. No, Allen Robinson can't play. Like I, I could have told everybody, like, Allen Robinson was on my fantasy team last year. I could have told you this dude can't play. Like he can't play. <laughs> Cooper Cup is no. the only other dude that I can. But I, like, I can like, but the the mark of a true, true, like I don't know, like franchise. Like there are many franchise wide receivers because it's hard to be. Like I don't know, like yeah. But Travis Kelsey, Jesus Christ! I, I mean, like, like they were literally they were doing everything, shipping him. Triple, double coverage, sometimes triple coverage. And, like, he, like, I don't know. He's he's absolutely amazing. He might be, like, I don't know. Right, like, he might be a top five NFL player right now. Travis Kelsey's the only player in the history, maybe not, I don't say history, in the NFL right now who can have seven catches for 25 yards and blow a game, like, completely open. Like, if you had told me, he's like, Travis Kelsey, oh, seven catches for 25 yards, I'm like, like, is he hurt? Was he running backwards? Like, what happened? But they may have four touchdowns. Like, like no one does that. Like, it's unbelievable. No! No, like his like, catch was eight yards, but he just completely dominated the game. <laughs> his his opposite wide receivers are Juju Smith Schuster and Marquez Vandes Valdez Scantling. Yeah. No, it's no, it's unbelievable how good Travis Kelsey is. Yeah, Travis Kelsey, he is the best tight end in the league. I will put Mark Andrews behind him. But after that, 
I think it's Dallas Goddard. Like Dallas Goddard yeah. is the third best tight end in the NFL. And I, look, God, God bless you know George Kittle and all those other dudes, but Dallas Goddard's got that. He's that guy. Like he, no, he's, he's a, showing he's showing what they drafted him to be. He right. is a he's a he's an above average speed guy. I, I don't think he's fast for a tight end, but no, you know what? Solid. He's strong as a horse. Like I don't know, like he like that's why you can run those screens for him because that's what screens like. It, you have to either be able to break tackles or be elusive in screen. Like I don't know, like I, you you can't run them with Miles Sanders. Sorry, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let that go. But I think the Eagles win. You think the Eagles are gonna win? So uh, they Eagles, go to the bye yeah. at six and zero. Oh. Six and zero oh, headed to the bye. Eagles number one seed in the NFL. If if the season ended today, Eagles obviously will be the number one seed in the NFC. Did you have you seen the playoff matchups? How would they how they would shake out if the season ended today? I don't know if you had a chance. To uh, do they play the Giants? <laughs> uh, well, I guess it all it all depends on how how the I guess the other games shake out. But right now it would be uh, Minnesota, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, and the Giants, <laughs> and Dallas and San Fran. Um, so the so the, the <laughs> supposed trash NFC East gets no like. Three. I think I think the biggest story of the season so far in the NFL is the NFC East. Like I don't know, what, like what well, is it the NFC East or is it the AFC West? Because I'm 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 kind of torn. Oh, oh no, oh no! I think the biggest surprise is the NFC East. The biggest disappointment okay. because That's remember when fair. like when I, remember when people were saying, "Oh man, NFC West might get three teams. Are yeah. they going to get one? No, are they going to get more than the more than the division winner?" They'll get, they'll get two because I don't think there's that that many good teams in the AFC AFC West, but they won't get more than two. Like that, that's it. Like, Who's it gonna get, be? Denver? Chargers? No, that'll be, be the Chargers. The Chargers will figure it out. The Chargers are too good to not figure this out. Like, so 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 Russ is not, so the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson, who like looks like a shell of himself. I have no idea. I, I can't explain this. But like, I know they're not gonna make the playoffs. No, <laughs> no, they're not gonna make the playoffs. I don't, think, I don't think the Raiders make the playoffs. If, if again, if the season ended today. No, the, the Raiders are one in, The Raiders are one and four. Yeah, the Raiders are Raiders are hideous. If the season ended today in the AFC, obviously the Bills, the number one seed, it would be KC versus the Chargers, Miami versus Tennessee, because somebody's got them in that awful division. And <laughs> the Tennessee are just make the playoffs for every year, and no one, no one, no one cares. knows or cares. Yeah, you will see them at sat- Saturday at twelve thirty in the first playoff game. <laughs> first weekend because no one will care and then you got baltimore and the jets baltimore and the jets are the four or five seasons when is the last time that the that both and like both new york teams haven't stunk out loud and or or haven't been like i don't know like looking at mock drafts after five weeks (laughs) when's the last time the afc east has gotten three teams in like i can't remember like it's like it's been a while right and it's not the patriots it is not. It is yeah. It's like everybody but the Patriots. No, like, everything is upside down. You're gonna get three teams from the. You might get three teams from the NCs. That's not the Patriots. The Steelers are gonna have a top five pick. <laughs> like yeah, sure. I, it's wild. Yeah. God bless. God bless. Uh, uh Mike Tomlin. The Steelers are terrible. Like they're just not. It's <laughs> not a good team. But speaking of terrible, I do want to mention before we move on. I do want to mention the the worst game in the history of football. Um, was was broadcasted to our eyes over Amazon Prime last week. The Broncos and Colts need to be relegated for that disgusting display of football that all of us watch because <laughs> we can't help ourselves. This field goal battle that went in overtime because we deserve every minute of that disgusting game. Matt Ryan and Russell Wilson, I never want to see you on national TV ever again. I'm sorry. I'm done. But you know oh, what you nasty. get? That's nasty. But you know, but you know a way to top that, baby? Justin Fields versus Carson exactly. Wentz. The, the game air quotes two, two days ago. Justin Fields and Carson Wentz, which I you know what, you Roy? was better than Colts Broncos. I bet. I bet you know what? Was. Like this could be such a disaster kick that I, I might like. I really have barely watched Thursday Night Football the last few weeks because I'm just like I've been too busy like looking at sneakers or like watching like I don't know Seamus YouTube. Like I don't know like, but I just just to like watch a quarter of just absolute dreck because that's what it's gonna be. Like I don't know. Like you that's got the command. That's what, that's what it was. That's what the game was. <laughs> it was two days ago. It was two days ago. Wink, wink. So, yeah, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Commanders Bears was two days ago. So Chris says it was absolute dreck. I promise you that the game that we all saw two days ago was better than Broncos Colts. I promise really? 
I promise you. Like, Broncos you, Colts was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. You mean better, you better football quality or, yes. or enter, more entertaining? Yes and yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Could not be could not be any worse than that. Um, also, I, I do I should mention Matt Rule fired by the Panthers uh, two and a half years into his seven year deal. He is set to make forty million dollars <laughs> for the rest of that contract. So kudos to Matt Rule for getting that bag. Um, he's probably done in the NFL for the for the foreseeable future, but I'm sure Nebraska or somebody will come calling. You know, in a couple. Months. I just hope that, like, along with Matt Rule, I think we can kind of. Uh, right off Baker Mayfield is not being in that. Yeah, Baker, Baker, Baker Mayfield, not that guy. He's not that guy. And I don't know if we discussed it. I think we probably did. And I think I might have been on the wrong side of history on this. But the whole Daniel Snyder story came out, or more on the Daniel Snyder story came out this week. And he reportedly told the, I'm sorry, the commander's owner, Daniel Snyder, who reportedly told confidants the NFL can't mess with him. He didn't use the word mess. But he said the NFL can't mess with him. He said yeah, he has dirt on the other owners. I was always of the opinion, or I've been largely of the opinion, that Daniel Snyder, you know, is not immune from getting taken down because he stole money from other NFL owners. That being said, Daniel Snyder seems like a dude who's going to air everybody out like no oh. ground. So he is he's probably, no. he's probably he's probably immune from all this. No, this Roy, if if he wasn't immune from the um, this, he would have been gone ten years ago. Like I don't know, like this is why. Like a, no, but I, I feel like like and he's willing. To like empty the clip out, like he has yeah. no sort of allegiance to the NFL, Roger Goodell, or any of these owners. So, yeah. no, I feel like I don't know. This is one of those like let's keep Pandora, like let's keep everything in Pandora's box. We're still making a crap load of money. We don't have terrible PR other than the cuts and stuff. Like I don't know. Like this is a very like I don't know. Like we can we can control Daniel Snyder if he's just in his box watching forty thousand people in his stadium. But between like the end, like the whole, you know, the, the the commanders are stealing revenue and the whole, you know, the sexual harassment stuff, the cheerleader stuff. Like, there's been a lot of stuff around. But it doesn't. Commanders. But it doesn't affect the bottom line. It doesn't affect people from from like it, it affects the bottom line for Daniel Snyder because like I don't like I, I mean sorry sorry they don't get the share like I don't know instead of making like I don't know eighty million dollars a year the 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 commanders still make money. This is like, I don't know. It's yeah. not like they're a losing money franchise. So it's right. one of those where like, all right, so we're not making like, I don't know, 500. We're, we're making 490, 490 million this year instead of 500. Like it's one of those things where it's just, let's mitigate the disaster because that like, once again, owner, rich owners are very sensitive. They don't want, like, I don't know their name out in public. So they're saying, you know what? This is like we'll we'll just keep Dan owning the franchise. No, like Daniel Snyder will own the franchise till he's dead. Period. But I'm saying, but he's but he's but he's misclassifying revenue. So like this is my money that should have gone to Jerry Jones was kept by Daniel Snyder. Like he's, but, like, he's more or less dealing. But I know I I know what you're gonna say. You know whatever that money is, it ain't worth it to Jerry Jones to have all Jerry Jones dirt out there. I yes, I get it. You think Jerry Jones was happy about when he was like fondling those those two models? This would be this would be like I don't know a hundred times worse. Yeah, oh no, I I look, I look, I understand this now. It's just wild to me that a franchise could be so inept and poorly run, and everybody's like, ah, well, you know, it's all it's all good. Like, I don't, I really don't think that there's even. I even think if Snyder got popped using a. A racial slur. I don't think it matters. No, I think I think that would be the only thing. But like, you'd have to have like 4K video. Like, I think yeah. that's the only <laughs> thing you can get out of. Like, like might pull this dude off off that. But again, like, it'd have to be like super crispy audio, 4K video, something. It's, it's not hearsay. It's not like you know. It's like, oh man, I heard somebody say something that said he said this. Like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't. I don't think it could be a sun situation. Let me put it like that. No, 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 because I think one, I, I think the the NBA is run a lot differently than the NFL. Yeah. And, yeah. and I feel that, like, I don't know, those owners, like, I, I don't know, like, those NBA owners, they're not, I don't know, as tight, I think. And, like, I don't know, they don't know everyone's business like the NFL right. owners. Like, I, I feel like, I don't know, they're all, frankly, I think all the NFL owners are kind of cut from the same cloth. A lot of old guys, like, I don't know, that that have seen these dudes, like, I don't know, like, I don't see, like, I don't know, a Joe Side rap, rocking with, like, a Sarver. I don't know. Yeah, 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 the, the, the Joe the Joe Sides, the Josh Harris's, like, those dudes, 
it's a different cloth than the Jerry Jones and the, yeah, like, no, it's, it, it's old. Yeah. It smells like old white money. It's all yeah, it's all it's all white money. Like that's what it is. And like a lot of the NBA, the Steve Ballmers, like like, yeah. like that's that's new money. It's new money. It's tech money. It's hedge fund money. Like NFL's oil money. It's tobacco money. I guess like, that old like razor money. Yeah, like, crafts. Like it's old. It's it's a different level. It's different it is. money. And so, it like, is, and I think, yeah. and I think like I don't know like both leagues are kind of like that's why like i don't know that's why i think you don't get a lot of the progressiveness in the nfl because these dudes are old and like they don't like like they they're not they they didn't live in that era and like i don't know that's why like i don't know like that's why i'm still surprised that like the nfl has made like even like the small strides it's made with like they're like i don't know social justice stuff i never thought that stuff would happen yeah, no, it's, I think it was like the, the outcry was just so large in, in, yeah. in terms of that. They, they didn't have a choice to do it. All right, let's switch gears. Let's talk a little bit of basketball. The Sixers finished the preseason undefeated as 4-0. Um, Sixers fans, of course, need something to complain about. So Isaiah Joe and Charles Bassey got cut. So a lot of people got upset. If Isaiah Joe and Charles Bassey do anything on another team, that's great. I'm proud of them. But Isaiah Joe and Charles Bassey, we're not going to play on this team or ha- have a significant contribution on this team. Um you mentioned the Ben Simmons thing. I don't really want to get into it more unless you really want to talk about Ben no. Simmons. Talking no. about airballing and free throws. I do want to ask you about this whole Draymond Green thing because the video finally came out. We saw Draymond Green, Superman punch, Jordan Poole at a Warriors practice a couple of weeks ago. Draymond Green will not be suspended by the Warriors. He's been disciplined by the team. I assume it's a fine. He went away for the, from the team for a couple of days like Riley Cooper, but now he's back and now it's supposed to be okay. I haven't heard from Jordan Poole. I imagine this dude's still upset on some on some level. Since we saw the video, does that change anything for you about this whole Draymond situation? I guess. No, I, like, I just still think, like, I don't know, even with or without video. Like, I, I feel like the video really only affects Jordan Poole because it makes him, like, it, it, like I hate to say it, it, it kind of humiliates him. It embarrasses and humiliates him more. That, like, because especially for a pro athlete, you don't want to get, like, butterbeaned like that. And, like, I don't know, like, he's going to have to hear from that, like, like, I don't know fans are cruel and they're gonna hear like he's gonna like this is like one of these things where like unfortunately it's a macho thing or like i don't know like if if you don't see a dude like i don't know what like dude gets knocked out like the dude from friday like no like i I don't mean to like make fun of it but i feel like but this is where like i don't know like it's like with dudes and like athletes if you get stretched out like that you're gonna like have like you feel like i don't know you're not you're like you felt like I don't know you haven't done your part like I don't know you feel embarrassed humiliated like I don't I I don't think you embarrassed and humiliated are are extreme words and I feel like that's where and I don't know like how enough apologies can get from Draymond Green does that for you like I I, like I don't know like I don't know the NBA's a weird place where like I don't know the star players get so much leeway like I don't know this is this is wild that like this dude isn't even getting reprimanded on any level, really, by the Warriors. It's yeah, cor- yeah. it's it's like it, it it's it's real bizarre, and I don't know, like, like I like and and like I don't know, I don't know if Draymond owes an explanation. He just said, "Yo, I'm dealing with stuff." Like I, I feel like I don't know when you've done something that ridiculous because no, like I don't know, like there's no excuse for that, none. Like, I don't know. People could say, oh, that has, oh, Michael Jordan did that to Steve Carr 30 years ago. Da, 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 da. No. I guarantee you Michael Jordan didn't stretch out Steve Carr like that. Yeah. Like, like this seems like this seems above and beyond, like, oh, a, 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 a you know, a teammate scuffle at practice. Yes. Like you said, like, people like teams get in the fights, players get in the fights all the time. Like, we see fights at the Eagles practice, you know, we hear about. But you know what and... NBA players don't do? They, they don't throw hands. They don't. Right. Well, I mean, they practice, I'm sure, like, I'm sure guys swing in practice, but I mean, like, we again, we saw the video, that punch that Draymond Green threw wasn't a punch that you would throw at a teammate that you're upset about. Was that a sucker punch? No, it wasn't a sucker punch, because he's staring at him, but it's like, yo, it's like, I don't expect you as my teammate to come at me like that. Like, if yeah. you're my teammate, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yo, it's like, like, that wasn't a, like, if I'm Jordan Poole, I would not expect to get punched in that situation. Like now, should Jordan Poole had his hands up? I guess, but I mean that's your teammate. No, like, oh, oh, no, no. There is no. The, I'm sorry. I there is no way Jordan Poole gets any blame for like not to like. Yeah, sorry, like, 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 like <laughs> no, is like there's a bare minimum that you should expect when you go to a basketball practice. I shouldn't get with like, with try teammates. To, <laughs> yes, we should attempt right. to get knocked out by by a teammate. This right. is crazy. Like I don't care what he was. 
even if he was saying like the most absurd stuff, that doesn't give Dream like. But I think this is what like I don't know. And people are like trying to like rationalize. Oh, just Draymond Green just very intense. Give me a break. Yeah, no, no, like, I, no, no, no. And I, I just don't. <laughs> I'm still just flabbergasted on the lack of. I don't know, like repercussions, Draymond, and and of course now it's some people are saying it's giving him a reason to leave Golden State. I'm like, what? Like this is like I don't know, like now people are saying, oh, he's doing this so he can find a way out of Golden State. I'm like, ask request a trade. I don't yeah. know, dude. Yeah. Like I don't know. This is like, and I'm sorry, like I don't know, like I'm not even don't know what his personal problems is. That does not give you clearance to the hit. Like, I'll violently hit. Yeah, okay. You can't do that. <laughs> no. Like, I don't care if you're in a heat of battle. I don't care if you're going through stuff at home. I don't care what it is. It doesn't give you license to haul off on a coworker. Like, it does not. It doesn't. Period. Point blank. Like, I don't care. But I, I guess care. in terms of the team, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, how does this affect the team? Like, I don't, like, I don't, like, once again, the NBA is so star-driven that, like, I don't know, maybe... Steph Curry, Steph and Clay can like will them to like say, yo, you gotta because this sure wouldn't fly in an NFL locker room. This dude would get traded. Like Draymond Green would get traded in a week. Because like I don't know, you can't have like I don't know, like well one, I think like pull like I don't know, it would have gotten more violent. But I like because there would have been a scuffle. But I feel like I don't know, like there has to be a sort of yo, like cause what's stopping Draymond Green from doing this again? No, I, th- I think I think there's enough. Well, I think the two main personalities in that locker room. I think Steve Kerr and Steph Curry. I think the two of them have that locker room in enough. Not only control, but I think they're like, look, man. It's like you're the you're a jackass. Like, don't do this again. Like, you know better. Like, I know. Like, they say this is above Dre being Dre, and you know better to do this. Don't ever do this again. And I think Dre. I think Dre gets the. Ma- I, I think he gets it. Like, I think internally, I don't think they're worried about it, but externally, it just looks bad. Like you said, because it's like, yo. Draymond can just do this stuff and no one cares. And it's but, like, like, if you're Jordan Poole, right, and, like, I don't know, like, you're kind of, like, I don't know, like, an ascending player that right. is hoping to, like, I don't know, get a contract extension from the Warriors, it's like, I just only care about Jordan Poole at this point. It's like, one, yeah, how does Jordan... Like, just, pay, just pay me, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll, be a, I'll, be a, I'll be a decent employee. You know what I mean? No, like, but I mean, but, like, it, like... Could these guys be, like, employees for... A, could, could these guys be teammates for after this season? I don't think so. No, I think this is the last year of of this happening. So it's one of those, like, I don't know, like, like, I don't know, wink, wink, be like, okay, you got to realize, like, I don't know, we just can't trade Draymond for, like, I don't know, bag of donuts. Like, I don't know. Like, tell Jordan Poole this. It's like, yo, shoot the dude straight, be like, yo, but you're our future. He ain't because he crazy. And, like, I don't know, like, we'll take take care of you. Yeah, Yeah. no. Yeah, I I think there has to be a lot of that to say, Jordan, I, I, I know, like, I don't, because really, all this, like, all the bad stuff is going to happen to Jordan Poole, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah no, that, that, that's the sad part about it. All right, we got a few minutes left. We do want to talk some baseball. As we're recording this, the Phillies tied 1-1 with Atlanta in the NLDS. Phillies packed up the Cardinals in two straight in the wild card series. Um, hopefully, as we're, as you're hearing this, <laughs> hopefully the, the Phillies are either up in this, well, they're up in a series, or if you're listening to a podcast, hopefully they, they've advanced. Um, Phillies look pretty decent in game one, not so much in game two. Kyle Schwarber 0 for 16 in these playoffs with eight, eight strikeouts. I never understand. I haven't understood the whole leadoff hitter with the 216 average. Um, um, but again, I guess that's I guess that's baseball. I mean, he walks a lot, so I don't know. This but is not the back baseball. Back in my day, back yeah, in my this day. Is not the ba- this is not the same baseball that we collected like 8,000 versions of like a player credit uh, uh a baseball card it's just not like i don't like like usually like but one this is the same thing that doesn't that doesn't um emphasize stolen bases or looks down on stolen bases yeah like i i i, I get i understand a guy again a guy with a i mean his, his own base percentage is decent because he had like 86 walks this year so it's like 310 315 or whatever like that but you have other guys with a better average and a better on base percentage like john uh, gene tagora who was hurt for a while so maybe that's part of it but you have guys who are better equipped to be leadoff hitters, so you can have the guy who had 46 home runs down in the lineup, and you don't. It's just weird to me, but whatever. It's neither here nor there. Phillies playing decent. I mean, look, they're going toe-to-toe against the Braves. Didn't expect this um, before the season, so I'll take what I can get. Um, how much of this of the Phillies have you watched at, at, at all this postseason? <laughs> oh, like, no, no I, I, I mean, I've been at work. 
like for game one anyway. <laughs> and like I don't know, like game two, I think I watched like an inning and a half. I'm like, I'm sorry, we are what about the on Cardinal series. What about the Cardinal series? <laughs> All right, never mind. Okay, never no, mind. Like never I mind. just have to like keep it honest with people. I just don't find baseball entertaining whatsoever. It like everything maybe because I it was my first love and I just remember the sport. Like everything that baseball does bothers me like and and some of the baseball fans they bother me the same like the same ones that were clowning me for like i don't know like i don't know de-emphasizing like i don't know barry bonds being a big-headed loser like i don't know they're just <laughs> they're coming at me for for not for saying that aaron judge is the authentic home run champ like look like my idol tom verducci listen i'm gonna let it slide because i know you don't care about baseball the way you the way you used to care i don't and and you know you don't even recognize the true home run champion Barry Bonds. I, don't, I, don't, I understand that, that you're not. You're this not is no, no. This is very much like when like Ric Flair came to like WWF. He was crowning himself the real, the, the real world's champion. And like I don't know, like the real world's champion is is Aaron Judge. Now he is like not not American League, not National League, the entire league. All right, congrats to Rob Thompson for getting a two-year extension as manager of the Phillies. We're not, we're not going to debate this Aaron Judge thing. One thing we will not debate also is what happened this past Saturday at the Wells Fargo Center because I am going to hand out a pair of game balls to two very accomplished individuals for their work this past weekend at, at the Wells Fargo Center on Saturday. Kudos to Rhea Ripley and Michael Cole who were in their bag at Extreme Rules this past Saturday in WWE. Michael Cole, since he stopped having like a 77-year-old dude yelling his ear all the time, he has been fantastic on the microphone for WWE. Good well, it, for him. It, it, it yeah, really sorry. just, it, it, it's really regretful that like we went, what, 24 and a half years of not having this Michael Cole. Like, I don't know, because I feel like Michael Cole has been like, like obviously he, like, but I feel like the general consensus after a couple months as I feel there is like, I don't know, like no, I think someone said it. I mean, maybe one of those like right entertainment writers to say WWE feels fun now. Like again, like I, and I feel like there's a like a freedom, and like when you see people free to do what they want, you see a better product, and then you see people like Rhea Ripley, like I don't know, make me cringe when like she gives a concerto to like I don't know uh, Beth Phoenix. Yeah, no, like you see, like you said, people embracing their characters, embracing the sides they've long wanted to embrace. Like you see, like Michael Cole, and you see people on commentary mention things that they couldn't mention before. And you see <laughs> guys, you know, like, you know, kind of, I don't say come out of their shells, but just show different sides of their personality and, and kind of kind of embrace um, their characters that, again, you know, everything had to run be run past uh, by Vince McMahon before, and Vince McMahon kind of tamped down a lot of that stuff. So we saw a lot of that stuff on, on Sunday, a uh, Saturday, excuse me. And we saw a great deal of it leading up to Saturday, which culminated in the end of Extreme Rules this past Saturday, where the Fireflies came out, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you were in the building holding up your Apple's i14, <laughs> your iPhone 14 XP Plus, or whatever. You know, if I had it, I was at home. I had the Google Pixel 6 up in the air. I had flash that on. I saw the Fireflies. I was one of the Fireflies out there. No, no, no. Were you like? Now, were you hyped to see, like, the six faces of Wyatt? Because I'm really too stupid to, like, I don't know, figure... Like, the, the thing about Bray Wyatt that, like, fascinates me, because I'm not a very, like... Like, because I see, like, y'all talk about, like, I don't know, these theories about Marvel movies and all that hugabaloo. But, like, I don't know, like, I, I feel like Bray Wyatt's a very analyzed character because he's very complex, Right. And, like, I don't know, you could go through, like, I don't know, the Husky character and the Fiend character. I'm going to try to get into that. But at, right now, I think, like, I don't know, from just an, a, 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 a wrestling fan but not a crazy Bay Wyatt fan, the production of WWE is, like, unmatched. I don't, and, and, and we're not even talking about wrestling. We're talking about, like, entertainment, sports, right. all of it. They are head and shoulders a crazy good team like company when it comes to producing a product yeah no everything by and large seems big it feels important even the stuff that's not quote-unquote important it feels like all right there are significant resources being put behind this and again there were significant resources being put behind this return of bray wyatt for weeks with the teases and and the, you know the, the qr, QR codes. code the qr codes and all those other stuff like that and again bray wyatt has returned for those of you who are familiar bray wyatt has returned to wwe 
Um, should be a very exciting, um, again, next few Three million viewers for SmackDown on Friday. Yes. That, that, yes. that already happened. Yeah, that already happened. That already happened. Yeah, we already saw the three million viewers. Three million of us tuned in yesterday to, to watch this. So yeah, so I'm very curious to see what happens with this character going forward. So yeah, no, it's, it's a very exciting time, and you know we gotta go. We gotta go. But I'll say this: like we always say on the show, like Chris always say on the show, there's enough out there for everybody to be happy, man. There's enough pie out there for everybody to be happy and like what you like. And if you want to be, you know, antagonistic or what was it? What was the term you told me? Freakazoid. If you want to be a freakazoid, yeah. you can be a freakazoid, but you don't need to be because everybody's part of the same family. So, oh, so now that Aaron Hawani mean like like freakazoid, like Scott Snyder told all my freakazoids out here. Big no, Papa Pump is your Yeah, I don't think you did the Big Papa Pump freakazoid. I don't think, I don't think you meant that. But no, everybody's happy. But we are happy, and hopefully, we'll be happy next week when we join you on the show. And the Eagles will be six and zero as well. Fingers crossed on that. But until then, we are out of here. Mister Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and and there's a there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com.